Discovered another one of these pointless labelling mechanisms that I enjoy so much in self-help and really despise in politics. You on board? Well, you're watching this, so get on board. I was recently watching a speech by Donald Miller, and he is got some pretty good points. I probably should read his book and elaborate on this, but pretty much he has been talking about in his most recent... No, actually, his second most recent book, he also came out with another one called Business Made Simple, and I think that that looks very interesting because I like Business Made Simple. That sounds like a good idea, doesn't it? Seems like a very complicated subject. If only there was a guide. Well, speaking of guides, one of his books that he writes about is because in his earlier days, he wanted to become a story writer, but he was obviously shit at it. But he learned the mechanisms. The mechanisms are very interesting because they kind of act as a way of you going through your own life and seeing where are you at that exact point. Now here are the four archetypes. Is that even the right word? Look, I'm not exactly educated on story writing. I wish I was. But then again, I also wish that I was a bodybuilder just so I could do this. <sighs> on camera with that extreme amount of oil and I'm assuming coconut tan on the front of it. Just to see that nice little vein and be like, yeah, what is mine? Right for the kisser. But, I mean, you can dream. I think that the four ones that he's talking about, there is in every story that works, there is a guide, there is a villain, there is a hero, and there is a victim. The reason I've been thinking about this more and more is because we are starting a series, because there's just been so much positive feedback on it from Friendly Geordies, of paying out blue checks. They're the worst human beings imaginable. As somebody pointed out, do you ever go on Twitter and feel good about yourself afterwards? Not even just about yourself, about the world. Every time you go on, it is the worst, the worst narcissist on earth, which we've discussed before on this program, which is the program. Me shitting in a really shit motel in Wollongong. But, uh, <laughs> welcome back to Win. Uh, yeah, so what that was discussing is that... There are four different types, but the, the, when it comes to Twitter, really, I, I really think that it is just two types. It's just, they turn everybody into a villain. Everybody gets their 15 minutes of pylons. No. How about you get off? No, I can't. I didn't know that there's an outside reality outside my phone. So there's those. And then there are victims. And that's pretty much everyone on Twitter. If you read everything that they write, Everything that a blue check ever does is, oh, I'm impressed because of this reason. You went to a pretty elite private school, dude, and uh, you got a job purely out of deputies. But I don't know how you're that oppressed. No, you don't understand. I'll find something. Don't you worry. You always find something, you know, the usual check marks of, I'm going to different skin color, different gender, different sexual orientation. Those are the usual ones. That's just flavor of the month at the moment. You can have other types of victim complexes throughout life because, I don't know. Oh, well, I get it. It's because I'm Catholic in a predominantly Protestant community. No. But they're always talking about that. Now, those are the four roles. Out of those, it's really, really interesting. I would have never guessed it. But you don't want to spend as much time as possible in these two roles, villain and victim. If the world perceives you as either a villain or a victim, for a while, they will feel sorry for you. That is why it is very attractive for people to go into the victim mode, because it's the easiest way to get attention. But that's what's so bad about Twitter, because it's just hyperinflated victim complex. You are rewarded instantly for, I feel bad because of this reason today. And then you are on a platform 
where I think that the only outcome is that you feel worse. But they are put on there and they are touting what they've got in terms of why you should feel sorry for them today. And as a result of that, they are getting rewarded for their victim behavior constantly. In real life, if you are constantly displaying the features of a victim, eventually people start moving away from you because they think, well, I've got my own life to deal with. I've got my own problems. I'm sorry, I've given you a couple of handouts. You didn't take them, you just slapped them away. But no, you have to hug me. Oh, you hugged me now, now you have to give me a kiss. <laughs> mm. Imagine convincing someone to have sex on the victim, victim game. Mm. <laughs> I've got an erection, what do I do? So unattractive, isn't it? Now, you would think, honestly, that the best way to go through life is to be the hero. That's what you think, isn't it? And it kind of depends for the circumstances. But what he said is the one to aim for is the guide. What you want to be is the person telling the hero, look here, young Padwan, you can catch a fly with chopsticks. Do you want to eat it? Because I will. Good choice of protein. You want to be that guy. You don't want to be the hero. But obviously being a hero is better than being a villain or a victim. But the reason that you want to be the guide is because people are looking for direction in life. Like this channel. Make sure that you sign up to my Patreon. They are looking for direction in life. And if you are a guide in whatever you're doing, I'm guessing that that is just pretty much you saying that I am a specialist in this field. And if you were a specialist in this field, then you can charge whatever you want in life because you're the only one that's got the goods. That's what they're really talking about with a guide. Another example of that, I suppose, is when you go to a mechanic. That mechanic is the guide at that moment. You're, I guess, the hero. Do you see who's got more power in that situation? The guy going, broken carburetor, is it? Probably could get one second hand. Yeah, it's a Toyota. It'd be pretty easy to get something for a Toyota, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it make me Toyota, Toyota? That guy is the one that is commanding the situation. And also, he is the one that is obviously charging the money. The hero is the one sitting there. I, I can either hero or victim, I suppose. Depends on what it is. But like, I suppose in most instances, they'd be like, yeah, I just need to get on my journey of. Uh, getting rid of this horcrux curse. So if you could just fix my flying car, that'd be great. So there's that, but there also is the victim of the person. I don't know what to do, right? Those two people could be in that situation. The difference between a villain and a hero, this is just a nice little guide, if you will. What he was saying is that the villain was wronged, as was the hero, but the hero is out on a quest for justice and the villain is out on a I suppose most of the time it does kind of vary. Now there's kind of those like, ooh, broody villains that are in vogue at the moment of, hmm. You know what's really scary? A lot of the villains that you see in superhero movies, they're pretty much just being like, hmm, this guy is a villain. Why? Because he tried to control the population in order for the environment to continue functioning in some sort of cohesive way. Oh my God, what a bastard, right? But Royally, what he is doing is serving out disproportionate justice. It depends on your interpretation, because usually when I see those kind of things in, like, the Avengers, I'm just going for the guy that got obliterated. But I suppose what they're trying to do is say that that is the bad guy. But really, it is just a beauty in the eye of the beholder thing. But if you are going to paint yourself in the public light, for instance, there are always, for me, 
uh, in my roles in life, in my job, I'm constantly teetering on either being a hero or a villain. Those two, one of these. And it depends on the day and it depends on the people looking at it. But I'm just kind of trapped in that sphere. I can't say that I didn't put it on myself, but here we are. <laughs> but the less time that I spend in villain and the more time that I spend in hero, the better it is for me. Here, I guess on this channel, I'm a guide. That's why I like this channel a lot more. It's just, it's a lot easier being Yoda and sitting there being like, uh, Luke, maybe you should I don't know, go kick some ass or something. But those are the four roles. Now, the one that you definitely do not want to be stuck in for your life, I think the thing is, like, if you're a villain, you're still getting results. But as a victim, you are doing nothing. You are being nothing but a hindrance on everybody else in life. So you've got to spend as little time as possible there. If you notice, it is such a popular series when we pay our people on Twitter. Why? Because I think the world is just inundated with victim complex at the moment. Our generation specifically has, and I don't know how this happened, been engineered to be a victim and to think that being a victim is cool. I don't know what's going on with Gen Z. It might be a different story, but ours, that's what's going down. And I don't agree with that. I think that that is a horrible position to be in and to encourage people to be in. That is the underlying message of everything that the ABC pumps out, for instance. Always is like, oh, why, why have you been wronged? Oh no. Rewarding people for sitting there and being incapacitated, just being a drain. And I think that that is kind of what's happening in the culture wars now, I suppose, is that there is that constant thing of just uh, people that are victims taking one mantle of politics and people that just like being the villain and taking down them being the other mantle of politics. You know, in the culture wars, I suppose, there's sort of somehow inexplicably linked to politics. But that's really what's happening there. And I think that it is probably a good idea for you to take stock at the moment. How much are you complaining about your circumstances? How much are you seeking guidance? How much are you giving guidance? How much are you just putting out this scorched earth policy? Because I can bloody well tell you, when I thought about it in those terms, I thought, yeah, I am a villain. A lot of the time, a lot of the time I'm always just like, okay, uh, you poked me, all right, time to burn your entire village and kill all your livestock. That's really my approach to life. I've really got to think about that. But I think that I naturally move towards that tendency. What I noticed and what was really interesting when you look at it is that men usually have the tendency to either be a hero or a villain in their life. That's usually the two roles that they play. Women, on the other hand, have the role usually of being either a hero or a victim. So when they're in their most negative state, when guys are in their most negative state, they're destructive. When women are in their most negative state, they're extremely weepy and just 